Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey listeners, welcome back to Happy Campers. Thanks for tuning in this week. We are bringing you a very special adult camp episode. I'm Julia. Sammy. Uh, is my co-host, and <laughs> she's here. We are recording this having already chatted up with our adult camp guests, and oh my gosh. You guys, we were like children on Christmas the entire time that we were talking to these people. Adult camp, if you don't know exactly what that is, is when adults like myself and Sammy, you know, anyone basically over the age Quote, of adults. 24 to 25, you know, all the way up to we learned 75 or yeah. older, I guess, uh, spend just like a weekend, a long weekend of their time at a camp where you're surrounded you're by like 100, 150 other adults yeah you can go with a friend you can go by yourself you're doing camp activities but it's not and nothing's required it's like you just do you do you you're there to have fun make friends like there's get back in touch with nature parties there's campfires there's color war there's like dressing up and doing skits yeah there's it, tai chi you guys, water skiing we were obsessed with both of the camps that we learned about yeah so we're going to go. We're definitely going to go. We're so definitely going. One of them going. is called Camp Bonfire. You can find them online. www.campbonfire.com. Mm-hmm. And the other one is called Club Getaway, which is a camp, not a club. <laughs> and that's www.clubgetaway.com. Yeah. Um, and so we talked to our friend Jacob, who started Camp Bonfire, and Adam and Jessica, who attended Club Getaway and both worked there. And, and then, and then, and then. They met each other there and they got married. Pretty cool, right? Awesome. So we had such a great time talking to them. We learned so much. We are really excited to attend adult camp this yeah. summer. And if you're inspired as well, then log in and go do it and or message us and like we can all find a weekend to get away. Yeah, man. Club together. to club getaway. <laughs> hey, hey. So here we go. Thanks for tuning back in. We are uh, very excited to get this discussion going. We've got a little bit of a, a panel of guests with different perspectives. The most guests we've ever had on the podcast, this three at once. We're excited about it. All right, so there's a trend happening, it seems, of adults ditching their lives for a weekend and heading into the woods to relive their time or live for the first time as campers. Mm-hmm. We have not experienced this, but we definitely want to. We definitely want to. And today we are going to talk to three people who have experienced this in different ways. Exactly. So we have our friend Jacob here, who is the co-owner of Camp Bonfire, an adult camp in the Poconos. And then we have Adam and Jessica, who met at adult camp and are now married to each other from meeting at adult camp. Is that correct? That's correct. 
and then Adam was a counselor. He went and was a counselor at adult camp, and then Jessica was just a camper. Yep, that's Ooh, correct. Counselor camper relationships. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Should we just dive into our convo? I think so. Okay, I think cool. So. I have so many questions. All right, Jacob, tell yes. us why you started your adult summer camp. Hey, so uh, a friend of mine and I grew up at a summer camp in South Jersey. It's called Camp Dark Waters. It has a very ominous and scary name. I like that. Is it haunted? No, the water has uh, iron in it. There's a lot of oh. iron in the Pine Barrens in South Jersey, and there's also cedar trees. Okay. So the water has like this like reddish maroon color. Mm. Um, so it's a really lovely place, 100 kids at a time. And we grew up there, and he's a theater performer, and I'm a poet. And him and I, uh, years, years later, a few years ago, were collaborating on a theater event. And we really enjoyed working together. And a friend sent me a link to another summer camp for adults and said, hey, you should do this. And me being an organizer of, and producer of events, I thought he meant that we should start a summer camp for adults. <laughs> so was like, go for it. He was, he was like, just yeah, recommending, just like, come <laughs> hang out. Yeah. So uh, I, I asked my, my, my friend Ben, uh, my co-director, if he wanted to do a, a summer camp for adults with me. And he said, absolutely, 100% yes. And I think the reason that we started it uh, was because as we were looking at the other summer camps for adults that were starting to pop up, we saw that there were summer camps that were like more focused on like new age spirituality and, and kind of self-help and self-growth and, 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 and that type of thing. And on the other side of the spectrum, we saw summer camps that had more of a frat party feel with a lot of day drinking and flip cup. And we wanted to create something that reflected the balance in our lives. So at our camp, you can start your day with yoga if you want, and you can end your day with a cocktail around the campfire, but there's no one trying to achieve nirvana while we're away for the weekend, and there's no one getting wasted. Uh, it's more of a well-balanced uh, middle ground camp where you can choose from a lot of different activities and don't have to fit into either of those extremes. So I, I like that. Yeah, I that saw nice. on your yeah. website there was a line that was like, we're not trying to fix you. Just come have a good time. And I was like, I love that. It yeah, was great. I think there's a lot of opportunities for adults to go to conferences and go to retreats and, and go to places that that try to sell you self-improvement and we're just not interested in that we think people are great how they are the summer camp that we grew up at was super accepting it was really diverse and anybody from any background and any type of personality could come there and thrive and be themselves and we wanted to create a similar atmosphere for adults where you can come be yourself and thrive and don't feel like you need to uh de-stress or you know unplug or detox or recharge like just come and be yourself and have a good time with good people in a cool atmosphere that sounds awesome okay that sounds amazing jessica and adam how did you guys come you have different stories about how you came to go to camp getaway that's the name of your club club getaway. club getaway that's the name of your okay um how did you come to attend ladies first thank you um well i was a camp person growing up I went to sleepaway camp from god uh eight years old I think I was going into third grade I was like I'm yeah. out of here I'm going away <laughs> for the summer mom um so I went to sleepaway camp my whole childhood what camp was this uh Berkshire Hills formerly Bronx House then it was Berkshire Hills and then now it's called something else with a b I'm not uh. sure <laughs> um and I was there through my like first counselor year in high school mm -hmm. and then Many a year later, um, I was living in the city. I was single. I was on J date, and J date was hosting some like 
Jew weekend, J weekend um, at Club Getaway. Never heard of Club Getaway before, but I said, maybe I'll meet a nice Jewish guy there. Was not the weekend that I met Adam. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that was my first experience with getting up to Club Getaway and met, and I went by myself. So I didn't know a single person, just like when I went to sleepaway camp, I never went with like a group of friends. Um, I always went by myself and was able to meet so many people there. And so kind of from there, I met tons of people and then we would always be like, oh, let's go back on Labor Day or let's go back next summer. And so I continued to go as a camper and then a few years later actually did end up on staff. Oh, okay. So I was a counselor okay. for like the last few years. <laughs> um, actually, well, we'll get to that, but first recruited to be on staff, attempted by Adam. But um, <laughs> yes, then I, then I ended up on staff as well at Club Getaway. Uh, so my story is I grew up Staten Island, New York, went to camp in uh, North Brunswick at Milroe Day Camp. Uh, was there for about 10 years. Uh, day camp experience, so definitely much different from the sleepaway experience. Um, after going there for 10 years, I actually went to JCC camp on Staten Island for a few years. Um, and how I came to Club Getaway, um, once I graduated college, my friends and I were looking for a quick weekend getaway. We all graduated, wanted to get away for a quick weekend together. Um, so eight of us packed our bags. We found Club Getaway on the internet, went up there for a weekend. Um, my first weekend there met so many great people, had such a wonderful time. Um, and I got recruited my first weekend up there when I was 21 years old and I'm 33 now, 34 now, and still going back as a counselor 13 years later. Um, so how does it, so you said in an email that it's a camper for kids camp during the week and then it's adult camp on the weekends and it's all, they all have their own location, right? So the kids just come Monday through Friday and then the adults come on Friday and party it up and then the kids come back on Monday? Is it the same kids? It's sessions? It is different sessions. So okay. it's not the same sets of it's kids. Um, what they do is they book, um, whether schools or day camps, they'll book like one or two nights for an overnight, oh, or schools will book okay. one or two nights. Um, so they'll it. come up in different groups for a varying amount of times. And mm. like you said, they'll stay Monday to Friday, and then the adults come in on Friday evening. Okay. All right. So tell us the story of how this camp romance came to be. I'm curious to hear your perspective. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, summer of 2012, uh, we were on the bus together going up from New York City. Yes. At the bus stop. But we were at the bus stop. Um, there's a bus that leaves from New York City. Um, Their eyes met across the parking lot. <laughs> I said, hi, you go on the other bus. Um, <laughs> Took the bus up together or on separate buses, met up there during the weekend. I think where I really caught your eye and vice versa was when we were playing softball together on Saturday afternoon. Um, every weekend at four o'clock or three o'clock, there's a keg softball game. Um, as you guys were at the fratty camp? <laughs> we were at the yeah, fratty camp. A little camp. more fratty than <laughs> keg softball. Definitely keg softball. That, that comes after the pub hike. <laughs> Um, I had been pitching, and I believe you were wearing your Yankees shirt and your Yankees hat. Um, in my typical staff fashion, I was taunting campers and, you know, saying, I bet you won't hit it out of the infield. It I was, was still a camper at this time. <laughs> it was more like third grade flirting, so it, it fit the camper personality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, <laughs> sorry, um, 
So we had dinner. Oh, wait, he doesn't remember that much. (laughs) (laughs) Later that evening, one too many uh, keg softball beers later. No, we... We had a moment at the campfire. There was some flirtatious. We were making s'mores together. Um, you know, love over s'mores. Had a little, had a little bit of a connection, <laughs> and then that was sort of the end of that for a while. Um, we oh, it did, didn't go right into we dating. We did connect um, because Adam wanted to. He's like, "Oh, you'd be really great on staff," and introduced me to the owner at the time, um, and then he sort of never came back to camp that summer and sort of did his own thing. And then <laughs> we sort of did our own thing for the next two, two years. years, almost two years. Um, this is like an epic story. So okay. then I actually ended up <laughs> on staff. He was not back to camp for the next two summers. And then fast forward like two years later, um, I happened to be there at camp, like greeting guests coming off the bus. Adam was actually a bus counselor. He comes off the bus and like gives me this big hug. And I'm thinking like, does he even remember who I am? I'm like, hey, haven't seen you in like a couple of years. Like, who are you? And sort of from that weekend on, it's sort of been. uh, Yeah, exactly. He wanted to keep you at camp. (laughs) He could come back to you years later. (laughs) That's. Wonderful. And you just guys just got married in the fall? We did. We got married September 17th, a few months ago, and we actually got married at camp. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I first met Jess and when we first started dating, you know, I had joked around, but I told her, like, I'm getting married at Club Getaway, whether you are the girl that I marry here or not. <laughs> that's up to you, but I'm getting married here. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, it's like the proposal, like, Will you marry me at Club Getaway? That was pretty much it, yes. (laughs) They put on a beautiful weekend, so it was really an awesome way to have all of our friends and family there from Friday through Sunday. Yeah, everyone stayed at the camp. We had the whole camp to ourselves. We do activities all day. We were ziplining the morning of our wedding. That's amazing. We were playing Color War, like... (laughs) That day, you know, playing, you know, playing. Was it like family? Was it split up by family color war? (laughs) Family, friends. (laughs) Just had one team. I had one team. You guys were each the captains, and then you were like, (laughs) Uh, "That's amazing." Yeah. Um, Okay, Jacob, what's the setup of your camp? Do you have your own property? Do you use another camp? No. So we 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 rent a, a camp that children use during the summer before and after the kids arrive and leave okay yeah so uh we 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 rent camps and the way our camp is set up it's a long weekend it's friday after lunch until sunday after lunch and we have buses running from philly and new york and then people also drive in we had people from colorado and california and across the country last year and the camp i would say is 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 broken up into four different types of activities. There's activity periods where campers can choose from a variety of activities. And every activity period, we try to have something nature-y, like learning to build a fire, something artsy, something like in the arts and crafts palace, something adventurous like high ropes, archery, um, and then also like something relaxing, like maybe guided meditation or yoga. Uh, So every activity period, there's like, eight activities that you can choose from, or you can choose not to do any of them and just go hang out in the hammock grove for an hour. Um, And we found that like 
you have some people that like every activity period they're doing the athletic activity like they're playing every sport that is like on tap or you have somebody that just spends the entire weekend in the arts and crafts palace uh but with but what's really cool is when you see people step out of their comfort zone and try something new. And like, I've never canoed before and getting a chance to, to do that for the first time. And then in addition to activity periods, we just have free time. We set up like 40 hammocks in, in the woods so that people can just go and relax and hang out. Um, we uh, also uh, have large group activities. So uh, we, we grew up at a, at a Quaker camp, my business partner and I, and they're pacifists. So we, don't, we, don't, we, we didn't grow up with color wars. We grew up with, with Camp Olympics. Um, so we're still small enough that the Olympics haven't sued us for using the word Olympics on our website. Um, but I we, don't know that they could. The, I think, She's a trademark lawyer. Oh, nice, <laughs> she nice. might now. Okay, awesome. Um, so we we have uh, on the on the opening night we have Camp Olympics where every cabin uh, uh, comes out and does like an opening ceremony presentation where they're in costume and they do a, a, a chant or a skit similar to a national anthem. Uh, and then we have a variety of activities that people can. Uh, compete in and we try to everything we do we try to create different levels of entry so that if you're really excited to run and be up around and moving that we have activities for you but if you want to sit down and be like the best person at quizzo then you can do that and so we're always thinking in, in all of the, our activities how can we make it so that anyone can be involved so uh, on the second day we have an all camp capture the flag it's the only scheduled activity so people can not participate and, and just enjoy free time. But if they want to participate, we have all camp capture the flag. And to make it something that everyone can participate in and everyone can and enjoy, in addition to having uh, the flags that people capture, we have multiple flags. The flags have puzzle clues on them. And so they have to bring the puzzle clue oh, back to their it's side. Like Apache capture yeah. the flag. I don't know. I've That's, never played. Oh, have you seen yeah. heavyweights? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really behind on my, on my camp pop culture. But, you should listen to our episode about it. <laughs> nice. uh, but people can come back, you know, so if you don't want to do all the running and, and be in the woods, you can come back you and be, be on, on the, the puzzle. You team. can be on the puzzle figuring out. So we're always trying to figure out how anybody with any different body type or interests can really be involved and engaged in, in the camp schedule. Then we obviously have meal times that are really fun and sometimes people break out in song. Nice. Um, and, and then, uh, and then, and then, yeah. And then I think free time is, I think some of the most special time at camp. It's when people, uh, you know, who met on the archery range or, you know, met playing uh, bench ball, which is like a, a British schoolyard game that involves, standing on a bench and catching and blocking balls sure. um, can then during free time, like take a walk around the lake or hang out and just get to know each other or just read a book in a hammock and, and, and unwind. So we try to give you everything that you Julia's can do in a day and, and, and balance all day. Right Camp, now, so bad. Camp bad. on Fire has two sessions, June and September. I will be at both. <laughs> no, the September one is on Emily's wedding this uh, year. I, I will looked. not be there. Bring, I, am, I am a maid of honor. Bring the wedding. Show up. <laughs> Yeah, so it's yeah, it's 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 structured very similar to the camp that we went to when we grew up. I would say the biggest difference is that everything's optional. There's yeah. no counselor There's being, no like, being like, "Why you aren't you at an activity yeah. right now?" Yeah, you can do whatever. You yeah. What what kind of things can people do at the waterfront? Yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a small waterfront. So there's like canoeing, kayaking, stand up paddleboarding, swimming. Um, we didn't we did we purposely try to. We, even if they did have motorsports, I think we wouldn't have them because we like the the quiet and we like the um, the serenity of nature. Mm -hmm. So um, so yeah, the waterfront is just like. 
the classics. Okay, so what's the activity, what's the, like, day-to-day life like at Club Getaway? It is so varied, and actually <laughs> between Adam and I, probably covers the span. Um, I would say, so as staff, we get assigned a few activities a day that we're supposed to be this sort of leaders uh, slash social counselors. lubricants, if you will. <laughs> That's what we call ourselves. Um, the counselors, but it's guests who choose to sign up for these activities or show up for these activities. And just your schedule. So like you have, you're in New York and you live there and you would be going up like a couple weekends over the summer. So Is from that, May through October, there's probably 10-ish weekends that they host adult camp. And then the other weekends, they have things like weddings, like right. us, um, or like events or things like that. Um, all of the major three three day holidays: Memorial Day, July Fourth, Labor Day, mm-hmm. and then like a bunch of other weekends. So, as a counselor, you're committing to ten weekends. No, no, no. Oh, no. You actually only have to work um, a few of the weekends okay. as it's a commitment. Okay, I see. I see. Um, but you can work all summer if you want to, yeah. or you can work like the minimum. That's fine. it's almost having like a summer home that yeah, you get to like, totally. go to with all these people and meet people. Totally. <laughs> Um, so for me personally, um, I'm more of the athletic activity, active, um, activities. So I do a lot of the hiking, biking. Um, I led my own like like fitness, we called it fitness trail, kind of like a high intensity aerobic class outside running around camp doing crazy things. Um, those were sort of my go-tos and then other things in between like softball, Egg softball, <laughs> um, things like that. Um, Adam kind of goes to the other direction. So there are definitely different kinds of staff, ones that are athletic. And <laughs> myself, yes, I'm athletic, but I prefer not to be doing as much athletics. Um, <laughs> like my, my day will be, I'll usually, um, in the morning, I'll just roam around, make sure everything's going well, and make sure people are having <laughs> fun. Like I'm kind of like the fun <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'll walk around. And then in the afternoon, I usually do have a set schedule, which uh, my first one after lunch is the pub hike. Um, Oh, we do color war. So Jess and I are normally color war captains. So we'll on do the a same s- team or different. No, teams? we're usually on different teams, and Adam's team always cheats and, and wins. Italian <laughs> <laughs> wins. <laughs> There's no refs, so um, so I'll do color war. Then I'll do the pub hike, which is um, we set up kegs on the property and just hike from keg to keg. Um, That's so fun. Sure. Just there, no no rhyme or reason. Just go out, have a few drinks. Um, after the pub hike, I'll do keg softball. Um, after keg softball, then I'll do flip cup and beer pong. Um, so it's just an afternoon of drinking really from three o'clock to like seven o'clock. And by that time it's dinner time, which there's usually, um, wine and or beer at dinner. Um, and then after dinner is dancing and, um, we do do follow we have a, um, a boathouse where we usually hold our dance parties at night. Um, usually they are themed, so we'll dress up in costumes, whether it's like, an Angels and Devils night or an 80s party, like whatever it is, we'll all dress, all the staff will dress up in costumes and the guests will dress up too. Um, so do the guests know the theme before they come? Oh, okay, right. because I was like, that would be really rough if I brought like only 80s gear, but it was Angels and Devils <laughs> night. <laughs> you pick the weekend based on the party you want to go to. Yeah. And then like the happy medium or the things that like maybe neither one of us do, but is offered um, there's always some sort of relaxation, like massage classes, yoga classes, Pilates classes. There's yoga on the stand-up paddle boards in the water. Um, water skiing. I actually learned how to water ski at Cub Getaway. 
Um, there's like going into town, like just a town trips and cute antique stores. Where is it exactly? It's in Kent, Connecticut. It's a very adorable little. Town what is in Kent the close to? Kent is close to New Milford, Connecticut, okay. in the Berkshires. Nice. Um, there's kickboxing classes. So there's there's dance classes. There's improv classes. It kind of just depends on. Um, there's zip lines. There's a whole aerial park for people who are into just like being up in the trees doing things like that. Um, archery. Just like, it really runs the gamut. There's something for everyone. Honestly, I feel like I would not have time to do everything that I want to participate in. When you guys say it's like you're the, there for 48 yeah. hours, like that stresses me out I'm so like, much. It does. I was like, yes, I want to do all the drinking things, but also massage and improv class and also kickboxing. And like, I wouldn't have time. You'd to have, do to every, do the ten, have to go the every ten weekend. Summer, yeah, the 10 yeah. weekend package. <laughs> Um, do you guys have a campfire? Do you have yeah, a campfire? I'm not hearing campfire on either side. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so our name of our camp is Camp Bonfire. So the first night, uh, the nighttime activity is there's just a huge bonfire out in the field and then a smaller fire for you to make your s'mores on. Uh, and then the second night, we have a, a big dance party under the pavilion and uh, and then just have like a smaller campfire that's like next to the dance party. So if you want to take a break from the dance floor, you can go hang around the campfire and go then have a go have a s'more and, uh, you know, maybe have a nice discussion. And after you've cooled off, head back to the sweaty dancing dance and discussion and dance. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good activity name yeah. we should have that dancing and discussion there it's like 20 minutes talking and then like 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 debating and then back to talking you know what that dancing. would if i yeah. were a counselor at that camp that would be my activity dancing yeah. and discussion <laughs> i think if like i dance and then we discuss how we were at dancing <laughs> <laughs> just, just like a supportive yeah, community like, yeah, really yeah. so what's no. campfire for you guys <laughs> We always have a bonfire, usually the second night. Um, so Adam's Adam and I's moment the first time around was making s'mores at the campfire, cuddling at the campfire, as we call it. They're, they set up, um, you know, chairs and like she says, lounges for the couples who want to cuddle and um, s'more tables and things like that. Do a lot of people go up as a couple? Do they go as a big group of like girls, guys wanting to hang out themselves, wanting to meet people? What's the, what's that look like? I would say it's, well, it depends on the weekend. So some, like on the normal, like just a normal average puppy getaway weekend, I would say it runs the gamut from handfuls of single people who come alone, handful of single people who come with like a friend. We have always, always have a group that's like a birthday party, a bachelor, bachelorette party. Adam loves those. <laughs> Um, I, host, party. I host the bachelorette parties whenever they're there. I make sure I introduce myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. and say whatever you need this weekend. Let me know. This is my wife over here. But in case you need, I'm right here for you. Um, Kaden, I think we found what we're doing for your 30th birthday. <laughs> oh, it's one. It's like an awesome way to celebrate your 30th birthday. Some people come up as couples. Some people come up. Um, but there's nothing where it's themed like this is couples weekend. Everyone should be couples here. This one is singles weekend. There are random theme weekends throughout the course of summer. So like you mentioned, there's a J weekend um, for Jewish um, people. There's a there's a boomers weekend for a 50 and over crowd. There's a young professionals for 20s and 30s. So they will try and get like niches of niches of people. Yeah. Um, to try sense. and make the crowd more uniform. So. Camp Bonfire is like probably forty percent people coming by themselves, and then sixty percent people. High yeah, that are that are either coming uh, in couples or in small groups, and then the age like really runs like you know the the, the majority of our campers are definitely in their late twenties and thirties, and then like 
the third smallest group is in their 40s, but then we have campers in their 50s, 60s, and our oldest camper is 75. We've only had one camper break the 70-year mark, but uh, but we have campers of all That's ages, awesome. and so it's really cool to see people of different ages like all coming together and interacting and, and trying new things together. How many people are up there at once usually? There's 170 campers and about 20 staff, so it's around wow. around 200 people, which which is actually, I think, on the smaller side for a lot of summer camps for adults. What's the number for you guys? Probably camper-wise... At least two fifty to three hundred, right? Wow! Wow! That's so many. I was people. like process. I was thinking about all this, and I was working with like numbers of like forty or fifty. I was imagining like <laughs> eight people, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Wow! So there's no way you can meet everyone in those two days, but I guess you get like a little bit of a sense of. Like, I would say uh, yeah, hundred, hundred and seventy. By the end, you know everyone's face. Like there's no one who I look at and I'm like, where did you come from? Right, by the end, right. I've, 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 I've laid eyes on everyone. She doesn't even go here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's been in the hammock for two days. (laughs) So do you, so, but at 250 to 300 people, there's no way that you could get to know everyone in two days, right? Okay, so maybe that's also not the goal. (laughs) Right, no, I know, but so, but is that like, so are there like cliques of people? Are there cliques of counselors? Like, do you even... So I try and, I'll be honest, I try and stay away from the counselors as much as possible. Like, I enjoy going up there and meeting new people, which is why I've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Um, So I definitely make my way around the camp. Like, every day at dinner, I'll sit at a different table. Every day at lunch, I'll breakfast. Every meal, I'll sit at a different table. But it has the facilities to seat 300 people for dinner at one time. Yes. Wow. Are you an extrovert? (laughs) I I think somebody told me once I was an extrovert. You're exhibiting signs. (laughs) Uh, at, at Camp Bonfire, the counselors are are in the cabins. Like you have a cabin counselor, which is which is oh, kind of fun. Like traditional. Yeah, like camp. Tra- yeah, like tra- yeah. yeah, yeah, traditional <laughs> summer camp. And so, what, I think what, what's cool about the cabins is that first night they're in Cabin Olympics together. So like that kind of like forms like your like social foundation. Yeah, it bonds you. And, and so you like have like a crew that you can like come back to yeah. if you came by yourself or if you came with a small group. But also one of the the values of Camp Bonfire, we have three values, um, <laughs> and <laughs> that that are on nice signs um, <laughs> but one of them is, is is to invite and so we encourage people all weekend to just invite people along with them no matter what they're doing so oh, like if, we're gonna hang on the hammocks you guys want to come ex- maybe not the hammock <laughs> that, that might be a solo activity yeah. Yeah, it's a solo activity but um but you know but but you know the dining hall you know is one uh, good example like if you see somebody walking by we encourage people to say like hey come eat with us and that person might be like i'm actually going to eat by myself because I'm overwhelmed, or they might say, or they might say, (laughs) exactly, it's an invitation, it can be yes or no, but, but, but the whole weekend, it's really nice to see people just like always inviting each other to join in on different activities and different things, and then also seeing people being like, thanks so much for the invitation, and I'm going to go this way and do my own thing, so it's like that nice balance of like welcomeness and community and people bringing each other in, but also if people need that, that, that time alone for the introverts and need a little bit of time by themselves they can also take that I can't imagine that the kind of person that is drawn to go to adult camp is not gonna be like very like hey come do this with me let's do this whatever you know like they're it's like the personality type is probably. Well, what's, what's, what a, well, what's really interesting is actually is that we we get a lot of people who are trying to step out of their comfort zone a little bit and yeah. who are trying to get to know new people and who say like you know I don't I don't always feel comfortable in group settings but this is a place where I feel comfortable trying it. So one another one of our values. Yeah, what are the is, other two? It's, it's, it's invite adventure is the second one and, and adventure for us is is trying something that's challenging. It's always really interesting to see what. 
uh, everyone's different adventures. So some people, it's the obvious, like they have a fear of heights. So they're going to go on the rock climbing wall or the zip line and they're going to conquer their fear of heights. But for some people, it's like, I don't do a great job at sitting still. So I'm going to, I'm going to, sit in the hammock for an hour and that's actually really challenging for me and for some people it's I'm not the best at meeting new groups of people or I'm not the best at at, at uh, being social in large group settings and so just them being at camp and them going up to five people at dinner and sitting down with them it's is an adventure thing. for them it's a big yeah. deal for them so it's it's really there's there's definitely lots of extroverts at our camp and extrovert opportunities and there's also introverts at our camp and opportunities to be introverted and opportunities for people like me who sometimes get a real high off of talking to lots of people <laughs> and sometimes just want to sit by the lake with a book and, and be by myself and so chill. we try to try to give space for for all of that to happen and the go ahead no. yeah no i want to know the, the third, the thir- the third value. invite <laughs> adventure and the third value is inspire uh and we say like be the one who's having the most fun so that like whenever someone looks at you like you are showing the most enthusiasm as you can muster in that moment that sounds and like adam that's what adam does adam yeah adam adam is the, is the inspiration yeah. over there yeah and so I, it, it, it like creates like an infectious culture of like fun loving enthusiasm and so when we so like we put all of that out there and when you know that everyone around you is trying something new that gives you permission to try something new when you know that everyone's being like maybe a little bit more goofy than they are in our, in their everyday life that gives you permission to like be a little let bit more loose. extroverted and let loose a little bit so it's really nice to hear people afterwards come up to me and say like I haven't painted anything in 10 years mm. and I was like in the arts and crafts palace and I and I painted something and you can see like just them like really light up or like I've never done a yoga class before where I felt comfortable in my body and to have them say like I finally felt comfortable in a yoga class it's really like nice and tender to see grown adults yeah. be you know like a little bit um, like vulnerable and it trying something new yes. <laughs> which is a Yiddish thing that I can't really explain it's like a good <laughs> feeling inside yeah. the warm fuzzies <laughs> you have something you guys want? yeah I was trying to think uh, you mentioned your the three the three things that you put that you you know adventure inspire and invite I was trying to think of what club getaways were, and I was thinking what's on our shirts, and I think it's Get Out and Play. I'm not sure, um, but kind of along the same lines, there's just tons of people who are stepping outside of their comfort zone. Um, same concept. It's people who have never gone on a hike before, people who are afraid of heights, um, people who are stretching their physical abilities, including myself. Um, you know, Jessica's very you know, physically capable. I'm not very much of a fit trail person, but I even went outside my comfort zone and did just as fit trail for... 10 minutes before I stepped <laughs> off to get a drink. So, but I tried for 10 minutes. You found a keg. <laughs> Supportive. It's a very inclusive place. We ran right past a keg and I, I stop. <laughs> I was thirsty. Um, question for, for both of you guys. Uh, so it sounds like there's such a focus on figuring out, you know, on a person coming to camp and being able to express all the different sides of them. When someone signs up and, you know, finds you guys online or something like that, is there... How personalized is it? Do you kind of like talk to them before and be like, hey, like, let me get a sense of like who you are and why you're coming and like make some recommendations so you can make the most out of this weekend? Or is it kind of like show up and, you know, figure it out as you go thing? Yeah, we ask one question uh, on our intake form uh, to, it's like, would you describe yourself as a library style introvert? As a one or a 10, are you a woo, where's the party? And we use those 
those ways that people identify themselves to help create bunks. So mm-hmm. uh, it wouldn't be a fun bunk if you had all the party animals with like all the people that wanted to like have quiet reflection. So we try to have an, a, a, a balance in the bunks where you're around people that, that have a, a similar disposition to rowdiness as you do. Um, but otherwise, I think the schedule and the environment and the, the community building skills of our counselors makes it so that people can just show up and after the opening ceremony, after a little bit of buy-in, that they're able to really enjoy themselves and, and do their own thing and be autonomous and, and, and have a good time. So if someone ranked themselves as a, like a, seven, a six or seven, their bunk, how many people are in a bunk? Uh, between 12 and 18. Okay, so yeah. those people would be, are you saying they'd be in the like five, six, seven range, or they would run the spectrum of like one to 10? No, they wouldn't be in a bunk with people from one to 10. They would be in a bunk with other like five, six, I and see. seven. Okay. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. You guys were very surprised <laughs> when he said 12 to 18. Our How- bunks are two, three, or four. Oh, so tiny! For, How, and, for there's like a, and there's for, like a for thousand guests. of them. There's quite a few. <laughs> Those are for guests. Staff for us. They put them little, a couple more of us together in one room. But yeah, if you're coming up as a camper, you can request to be in a double, a triple, or a quad. And there's not a lot of like, hey, we recommend you do this activity or this activity. But you can request your roommate if you're coming up with someone or if you're a group with like a bachelorette party, like they'll put you all together in like a few cabins next to each other. You, you know, there could be definitely by sex, I think potentially by age, um, possibly a few other like particulars. Like uh, demographic wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. not necessarily based on like your interest level. Okay. And yeah. as far as figuring out like activities and things for the weekend on Friday night, uh, we have basically a welcoming party. And at that point it's all of the campers are checking in. Um, and we're also handing out schedules to them for the weekend. So we'll give them a Friday night, Saturday day, Sunday day schedule. Um, and the staff members or the counselors will go around and talk about what our favorite activities are, ask them what their interests are, and then try and gauge their interest level on certain things and say, like, oh, you should go on Adam's Pub Hike or you should go on Jessica's Fit Trail. Um, make sure you're on my Color War team tomorrow at noon. So we'll go through those things on Friday night and try and gauge people's interest level then. We don't have hammocks, but I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're coming to your summer if you don't We get might snag that idea and pitch it to the owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how's the food? Oh, my God. So I went to camp, like I said, from <laughs> third grade. And food at camp is disgusting. I lived at whatever they call it, the, the place where you can get candy. Oh, the canteen. The canteen. The canteen. Yes. Contraband. So I lived, I literally lived off the canteen food and then anything that my care pack like care packages from my parents and they would just send like disgusting gross like ring dings and you know entomins cakes and things like that and that's what I used to live off over the summer and always look forward to that first meal home club getaways food is probably one of the top things that I like talk about and I mean our wedding was catered like it it is so good it is literally like going to like a gourmet breakfast buffet with stations and omelet bars and fresh fruit and like i mean everything under the sun at like a breakfast buffet then lunch is like this ridiculous station so it's like going to like a wedding where you're going to the pasta station and then you're going to the pizza station you're going to the salad bar and the quesadillas and the carving Carving. state they have a carving station (laughs) like salmon i mean it's 
ridiculous. Like, the food is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Camp on Fire has really awesome food. The the chefs that work at this camp in the, in, in the flip season, they work at, like, five-star resorts in the desert in Texas. And so then during the hot season, the summertime, they come up and work at ah. camps. And so they have, like, this... They, they really love working the, the, the summer camps for adults because they actually get to be chefs and actually get to make really good food. Yeah, they make, and, and so we were able to accommodate, you know, all the vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, yeah. soy-free, nut-free, all that stuff. What are some of the stuff. specialties? Um, I really like the baby kale salad that, that one of the chefs makes. Um, and... Like campers will like go and like get the recipe from her, and it's like kind of become like the stuff of legend where like people are like, "Yo, I got the kale salad you recipe. I'm gonna take, salad. yeah, I'm gonna take that home." Um, I really like the the last, the first and last meal we do outside in the picnic grove, mm-hmm. and so they have um, you know huge grills set up with like really good barbecue chicken, nice. really great salads, and every meal there's you know a variety of options so you can always get your fill, and there's always a salad bar, and I'm just really amazed. The great thing about using that renting a summer camp for kids uh, in the off season is that the chefs are like amazing at meeting dietary needs oh, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. Kids, kids have so many kids have things. so many dietary needs. So we've been really grateful that in addition to the food being really delicious and well balanced and healthy, um, that they're also uh, able to accommodate all these needs. And we're really excited this year. Um, Neither my business partner nor I drink coffee, so I don't think we don't have like an intimate understanding oh. of how important coffee is. There needs to be coffee. And there always has been coffee at Camp Bonfire. There's always 24-hour coffee, but this year we're really excited. We stepped it up and got La Cologne to to sponsor oh. us, which is a great Philly-based company. And and so in addition to ha- so now not only are we having 24-hour coffee, but now we're having like high-end, really mm, good 24-hour culture. Nice. So, so, so we're really excited about that. And, and I think mealtime, in addition to being a time to obviously get nourishment, is just a really fun time to connect with people, talk about how your day was going. And like those were some of my favorite times as a kid was mealtime because you would get to sit down next to the kid who maybe was doing a different set of activities all day than you and get to hear how their day was going mm-hmm. and then maybe be inspired to try something new. And so I really like mealtime at, at Camp Bonfire as, as not only a time to nourish oneself, but also to connect with other people and see how other people's days are going. I was just, I mean, like it literally just occurred to me as we were talking about food, but that has to be one of the biggest differences between kid camp and adult camp because like at kid camp it's like your parents are paying they don't really care I mean they want the kids to eat obviously but like they don't care if it's peanut butter and jelly the whole summer and like at adult camp like adults are not gonna pay to eat crappy food right so it's like it has to be good yeah that has to be a huge draw so interesting uh, I have a question about, it sounds like the first night, you know, a bunch of people coming together don't know each other, so it's always important to do some type of, like, opening ceremony meeting thing. I feel like camp was big on this, like, when I was a kid, but also every time I've done, like, you know, a summer program or any any type of organized trip, there's always that wrap-up at the end where everyone kind of, like, shares their feelings and how much they've grown and how close they are with these people they just met. Uh, and I don't know, maybe that happens, like, Saturday night at the final, you know, campfire thing, or if it happens when everyone's yeah. saying bye on Sunday, but is, does that exist? Yeah, the, our closing guess- ceremony is is Sunday. It's the last thing that people do before they pack and go. And uh, there's a beautiful amphitheater that that faces the lake, and we light, you know, one last ceremonial uh, campfire. 
and we give an opportunity for people to stand up and like just share any thoughts or reflections that the, that they have from the weekend. Um, we uh, sing the camp song uh, all together, and then did you write the song? Uh, the first the first summer, um, it was an activity period. Was write the camp song, and so yeah. they wrote the camp song. And then on Saturday night, we have a talent show, and they performed <laughs> they performed the brand new camp song at the talent show. And then last year, we had an activity remix the camp song they remixed the camp song and then performed at the talent show then there was some controversy over which was the real camp song so there's a lot of uh, camp will uh, you sing us like a some, tiny some bit insider. of either the original oh. or the remix man um it's like one line. i am okay uh <laughs> i'm tone deaf i apologize to Fair all the listeners you might want to turn your headphones down right now uh the chorus, which is inspired by Camp Bonfire's values, which we all learned, no. is invite, inspire, adventure. Thank you. Yep. Is uh, Camp Bonfire invites you. Camp Bonfire inspires you. Camp Bonfire adventures you so much because everything. <laughs> is that the original? Or the remix? That's the original. The original. Oh, I can't wait the, to hear the, the remix. The, 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 the remix was like a lot of like songs that reference fire, then turned into Camp Bonfire. So like, <laughs> we didn't start Camp Bonfire. Oh. It was Jake and Ben, and they invited friends. Um, oh, I so like that. yeah, yes. Camp yeah. is Bonfire. That's actually a call and response that we do at camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah a little so. Alicia Keys. Yep. She's everywhere. Yep. So yeah, we do have a closing ceremony, and it's just a nice time to to sit all together with 170 people, get to hear a few people share, get to have fun and get to look at the lake one last time so cool what about you guys um so at our last group meal on sunday afternoon um we'll have lunch together everybody under the tent last buffet um and we do an award ceremony at the end of the weekend so staff members are taking down people's names about who was like super inclusive who was the most active who was the most outgoing um, who ate, overcame certain fears. Um, and we'll give out awards to the campers. We'll call them up in front of everybody, give them a round of applause, hugs, kisses. Some certificates. Yeah. People go crazy about these certificates. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. If so I ever got either. one, I would just, like, hang it up with my law degree. Just, like... <laughs> Mine was Sam, hanging on the fridge for yeah, like, about a good couple of years afterwards. On this podcast, Sammy <laughs> multiple times has referenced different random awards she got when she was 15 at camp. Have <laughs> I? Like, arts and crafts award? That was... I was not... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, the one award okay, I ever won. At, at, at Camp Bonfire's Cabin Olympics, we started, um, just, like, cutting a piece of like a log I'm, I'm using hand motions that none of you can see if you're listening we cut a, a, a like a, a small log and make a wood disc and then we just spray paint it gold and then put like a red white and blue ribbon oh, around it and yeah. we make like <laughs> a, a wooden metal yeah. uh, very very summer camp style and it's amazing to see people rock this metal for three days straight <laughs> like they're like I'm like do you shower in your metal like no matter what's happening what time of day like people are wearing that spray painted gold wood metal it's important yeah. status hygiene what is the shower situation like at both these places every every cabin uh, has Two showers, two, toil- two oh, toilets, okay. two toilets, so no two house, six. Like communal there, situation. In addition to all the showers uh, that are in each cabin, there's also a shower house. So if there's a little line in your cabin or something, then you can make sure that that, that you have that. And and every on the first night at our opening ceremony, uh, all the cabins get together and the counselors who are in each cabin kind of go over the ground rules just to make sure that you know everybody's sharing and, and getting along. So we haven't had any 
any problems with people like needing their shower and somebody, you know, taking a four hour shower. It's camp. Usually everybody's in the mood to, to just let Lucy be outside and not worry about cleanliness as much. Again, super different from camp <laughs> growing up where we had a shower house. So girls in guys shower house, you had to like get your flip flops and like trek to the shower yeah. house and shower in one room and Fun times. Um, no, they're not going to do that to adults. So every bunk, which either has two, three, or four people, has its own bathroom. And again, like unlike summer camp where we had to clean our own bunks and our own bathrooms and our own everything, we had like an inspection every day. Um, you know, there's staff that work for, for Club Getaway, and they keep the place just spick and span. So it's very hygienic and very clean. That's like the other big Very private. Point <laughs> no inspection at adult yeah. camp. <laughs> so many responsibilities as a camper. You were like never good enough. I know. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It was like they were trying to teach you something. And now <laughs> it's like you learned it all. You can just hang out. <laughs> also, that idea is maybe it'll sound bad. But as a kid, you're like complaining about stuff. And then it's like your parents are paying for you to go here. <laughs> but you complain. And then it's like you paid to go here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, okay. Did you guys, all of you, did you learn anything at adult camp that you didn't think you would? Did you learn a new skill? You learned how to water ski. <laughs> I did learn how to water ski. That's so true. I did. Uh, yeah, as a director, the things yeah. I learn aren't as fun as maybe the things <laughs> that the campers and counselors get to are do. Um, are learning or doing. But honestly, but, but, but one thing on maybe on a more emotional level is the first year uh, that we had camp bonfire all these people were coming up to me and my co-director ben and saying thank you and we had just you know really worked our butts off for the last 18 months and so i would say you're welcome and i realized that previous to that any time in my life that someone would say thank you to me i'd like oh no 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 but thank you for doing something else and i was never accepting people's like gratitude yeah. and so after the first year where i felt like you know i, I deserved it after 18 you yeah know? like you produced something I, I produced a summer yeah. camp and i was I, I kept saying you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome i was like whoa i haven't used this word in a long time so that's something that i really appreciate camp bonfire for and the campers for and and, and my co-director ben and i say you know we, we we can't control who shows up we don't we don't vet who shows up we're not there's no application process and so i'm always um just like so touched and so amazed to see people show up with like such gracious graciousness such positive attitudes such enthusiasm yeah. and so i think like it's a little corny to say, but like I feel like I learned the most from like watching the campers getting to step out on a limb and have a good time and try something new. Yeah, like you created this. That's so cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's thank it's, you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, two things I definitely learned. Um, I wasn't always an extrovert, so definitely going up to camp starting at 21 at this place yeah. at Club Getaway, like I definitely became an extrovert over That's the years. Cool. So like when we talk about stepping out of our comfort zone and being yourself, like. I became an extrovert over time and it's just helped me meet so many wonderful people and have so many great relationships. Um, and the other thing is really finding out and as corny as the sound, what truly makes me happy. And I've told Jessica this a bunch of times is making other people happy. So when I go up to camp and as a counselor, um, you know, participating in events with people and them having a great time and seeing the smile on their faces, the pictures that they take, the memories that they take away, um, seeing the happiness that they that they that they get from the weekend up at Club Getaway, that's what makes me happy. And I didn't realize that, but like going into this, like that's all I was looking for, like just to meet some new people and have some great memories. So definitely learned a lot about myself while up there. 
Camp people across the board are awesome. Yeah, just like they're cute. <laughs> they know how to have a good time. Yeah. And they know how to help others have a good time. Yeah. Through this yeah. podcast, like we've talked to some awesome people. Everyone that has anything to do with camp, first of all, they want to talk about it, and second of all, they're awesome. They're yeah. amazing at talking at it, about it. Did you, besides water skiing, besides did you water have skiing, any? Well, I was gonna say that just learning that there's a place that you can go and you can actually be yourself. So I know in so much of society, you know, people are afraid to let their their true selves out or they're uncomfortable in situations, but it's really such an inclusive place where the staff are really encouraging people to, you know, test their limits and just be really comfortable. And so, you know, I've seen this from so many people just like inspiring that ability just to like let themselves be and sort of find their passion and just sort of... Um, you know, be themselves, like find them tr- their true selves. So yeah, figuring out how to be grown up campers in the world. Yeah, and it's funny because like the you know for the ones That's of the us who went who, of our podcast. yeah yeah <laughs> for the ones of us who you know started going to camp at eight nine ten like yeah I I credit camp as a ten year old you know as being the place where I was for the first time able to do that and then you know years go on and life happens and then you need to like go rediscover that at a certain age too yeah for sure so it's good for that. Um, okay, this is, is this our last question, I think? Okay. Um, everyone, what surprised you the most about your adult camp experience? You can take some time on this one. Meeting my husband. Hey! Stole my answer. (laughs) (laughs) Getting married there, probably, to go along with that. You didn't, like, step into Club Getaway being like, this is it perfect wedding venue <laughs> no not at all i mean it's funny because the first weekend that i went up there was oh let me go find a nice jewish guy but you know what are the chances that's gonna happen my and mother's gonna hear this and be like you need to go <laughs> up there got you 10 summers <laughs> yeah. and so many people do like they go up there and they're like seeking someone out but right. you know after that weekend i actually ended up just being a kid in a candy store with running around doing activity after activity kind of like what you're saying before and never really went up again for that purpose yeah because i just had a great time and it sort of was it like created an environment into that yeah that allowed you to like chill out and then meet each other yeah it's definitely i think my favorite part and the thing that's most memorable to me is you know stepping out of the nine to five where a professional during the week and then you can just go back to being a kid again on the weekend and I would say let my hair down there's not much of it um (laughs) but it's being able to go up there and let your hair down for the weekend and nobody asks you where do you work who are you like it's so different from you don't feel like you get like grilled all the time on that stuff there on Sunday when people are saying goodbye like they want to keep in touch and want to know a little bit more about you um, so when they hear what I do, they're just very taken aback by what I do that I'm, you know, I'm a professional during the week and people yeah. are like, Oh, you don't do this full time. Oh no, I have a real yeah. job back home. Like, cause I feel like when you meet people, like so say you're, you know, live here in, in New York city. So like you're at a party, you're at a bar. It's like, you're, it's so hard to get past just the, what like, do do? what do you do? Where do you live? Yeah. Like just who do you know in common? And it's like. To not to to be able to just be like oh we can't talk about that because we're in the middle of a softball game. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely priceless. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what's great about the camp format is like you just want to know like did you hit a bullseye today? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like how quickly were you able to start your fire with just a flint? You know, like I think those are the questions that people have. The biggest surprise that I had. Uh, 
coming out of our first year of doing Camp on Fire is that camp works. Like camp for adults works. Like it, it felt like it, it, it was this brand new experience for me and, and for everyone who was there our first summer. And afterwards, it just felt like we had all always gone to summer camp forever. Like it just felt like you'd never stopped going to summer camp. You never do stop going to summer camp. And that summer camp works. And that summer camp for adults works for people who have never been to summer camp before. It works for people who have went and had an amazing time. It works for people who went to summer camp as kids and had a terrible time. That 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 the atmosphere of camp, that the spirit of inclusiveness and adventure and of trying new things still works as adults. And I yeah. think that that's something that that surprised me the first year that that we did Camp on Fire. And I I think something else that that surprised me is that we a lot of times in this industry it's it's a lot of people say and it's easy to describe us as acting like kids again and what I love what I was so surprised by is I didn't I didn't look around and feel like oh people are being childish I was like no people are just being joyful yeah. and playful Beautiful. and 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 being themselves and that we don't need to pretend to be kids we don't need to get so drunk or high that we our faculties are are gone that we can that we can access joy and fun and play um, as adults and so it's really cool to like see that camp works for adults just like it worked when we were young people that's what like when you just said that like camp works for adults like it did when we were kids it makes me think it probably works better because there's no <laughs> growing pain also you like, appreciate you, yeah, it. yeah exactly yeah. like you appreciate it and also like you're not going through puberty so yeah. like it's super helpful <laughs> and there's not a lot of homesickness right and final thing what's the deal with electronics do people check their phones when they get up there or are they camp, on them camp bonfire is is uh mostly technology free we have one small area that during the summer is the gun range we don't have a gun range we don't you we don't do we don't Quaker do, camp. yeah we don't do that yeah <laughs> we don't, but uh, we take the gun range and that's the technology area so if people want to use their phones or uh, other technology that people have now then they can do that in the technology area but otherwise we have a professional photographer on site to document everything that's oh happening that so, so so that people don't feel like they're missing out on documenting their memories we have a polaroid photo booth um at, at the dance party so that people can take pictures but otherwise the rest of the time is technology free it's nice to take a break from the news it's nice to take a break from email it's nice to take a break from social media and we find that like that aspect in itself the no technology part is is one of the things that I think people appreciate most about Camp on Fire because it really slows your day down and it like really yeah. you don't have that one moment. One day feels like yeah. you live so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, mostly mostly tech free. Yeah. Cool. There's no ban on technology, and there is I think there's even Wi-Fi capability, so you can definitely get on and use your phone in their service. But what I find is that most people are so busy running around, they don't want to hold their phone. Like maybe at night with the um, with the dance parties and like the um, costume parties, people will use them to take pictures and things like that. But um, I mean, my phone is on me at all times, right? I'm always checking my phone, and I typically find that I leave it in the cabin like all day. And I think that's yeah for the majority of people. Most people. Yeah. not really using their the, the band is nice because then people can tell like their boss is like I'm sorry I would really yeah. like to check that email <laughs> but it's against I, the rules really yeah can't. yeah but then we have like a phone number that people can can people's families and friends can call if there is an emergency back home so people don't feel like that they need to be totally cut off from the outside right. world they can still you know have access to 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 the world at large That's great. great thank so you like, guys so much for 
I don't know. I'm just so excited because I know that my summer, I'm going to both camps. <laughs> and I'm just like planning in my head what weekends I should do it. So I'm really uh, distracted over here. We should do a podcast from... Live from Camp yeah, Bonfire. Yeah, live from Camp Bonfire. Yeah. Club Getaway. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on. You're so welcome. Did you have fun? It was awesome. Great yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Pleasure, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to wrap it up and plug our social media. Oh, yeah. We have so much. Check us out on iTunes where you can rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> um, and our website is happycamperspodcast.com. We're on the gram at happycamperspodcast. Twitter at happycamperspod. Or shoot us an email on <laughs> Gmail. Happy Campers Podcast at gmail.com. Cool. Great job. Day is done. Gone the sun. We out. We out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.